the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Hello and welcome to Excel today. I trust that you've had a great week and I look forward to having a great time with you this morning. Thank you for being part of our broadcast this morning. Share the link with as many people as possible. Let them be blessed by the ministry of God's word. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that the entrance of your word brings light and illumination. Bring us understanding, bring us illumination, but much more, bring us transformation as your word comes forth. Thank you, Lord, for everyone watching this broadcast now or may watch it thereafter. Let the same grace rest upon it and let it be life transforming for everyone. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Okay, so we're looking at a better me. Our text is Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter onto the perfect day. That's it. The path of the just is like a shining sun that shines brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. That describes you. God wants your path to shine brighter and brighter. God wants you to get better and better. Again, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. He said, But we all with open face, beholding us in the glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even us by the Spirit of the Lord. So God's agenda for us is that we become better versions of ourselves every day. That's why the Holy Spirit was given to live in us. That's why we have the Word of God to guide us as we give ourselves to the Word of God and as we yield, we live lives yielded to the Holy Spirit, we change from glory to glory every moment. So how else, how can we practically become better versions of ourselves? You want to be better, I want to be better. Everybody wants to be better. Be it in our area of finance, be it in our relationships, be it in our spiritual work with God. We always crave to be better. We always want to improve. We always want to go a step higher. How can we practically take steps that will move us from one level of glory to another? We began sharing some thoughts on that. We said that first of all, we must capture a vision to be better. Life begins with vision. Where there is no vision, the Bible says, a people perish. And then, apart from vision, we must form better habits because our habits define our character and our character establishes our destiny. And then, of course, we looked at decisions because the decisions we make daily influence the very outcome of our lives. Our ultimate outcome is a function of the quality of decisions we make every day. And then, of course, today, we are going to look at something 
critical and important as far as our quest to be better is concerned. I want you to come with me to Ephesians number 5, verse 16 to 17. Amplified classic says, Look carefully then how you walk. Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible and intelligent people, making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Making the very most of the time because the days are evil. The contemporary English version has this translation. Act like people with good sense and not like fools. These are evil times, so make every minute count. Make every minute count. Time is of essence. Time is very important. If you are going to succeed, you need time. And the same can be said of failure. If you are going to fail, it also takes time. Whatever you are doing, if you are going to be rich, you need time. If you are going to be poor, you need time. Time is an important asset God has given to all of us. The Greeks had two main uh, groups of time. They have what they call chronos time. Out of the word chronos, we have chronology. That's a sequence of events. Chronos time refers to a specific amount of time. Say a day, an hour, a month. That's chronos. And then, of course, they have the chaos time. Chaos time refers to an opportune time, a defining moment, a special season, such as harvest time or that kind of thing. So that's it. Chronos time. Chronos time is time that everyday time. You take your time and that's chronos time. It's one hour, one and a half hours, two hours. That's chronos time. Then we have the time that you can't specifically define. It's a time that God gives all of us. You can call it a season. The Bible said to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the sun. The Bible says he shall bring forth his fruit in his season. So we can look at carrier's time as seasons and seasons, special seasons, special moments, appointed times if you like. Of course, 12, I'm going to walk you through 12 great truths about time. If you are going to maximize time, we have to learn some basic truths about time and that will shape our thinking, it will shape our view of time. And then it will help us also position our time, uh, position our lives well in relation to time so we can maximize our lives and become the kind of people God will have us become. So we read from the great time chapter, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 8. For, the, for everything there's a season and the time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die. A time to plant, a time to harvest. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to tear down, a time to build. A time to cry, a time to laugh. A time to grieve, a time to dance. A time to cry, a time to uh, laugh. A time to scatter stones, a time to gather stones. A time to embrace, a time to turn away. A time to search, a time to quit searching. A time to keep, a time to throw away. A time to tear, a time to mend. A time to be quiet, a time to speak. A time to love, a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. How valuable is time? How precious is time? What is so unique about time? Why is it that what we do at our time influences our very outcome in life? Time is critical. And these thoughts I'm going to share with you will help you to have a better perspective about time. The first fact we want to appreciate about time is that time is a gift of equal value. Time is a gift of equal value. You don't have less time than I do have. 
All of us wake up to every day that God's mercy spares us. We wake up to 24 hours. The rich wakes up to 24 hours. The poor has 24 hours. The literate has 24 hours. The illiterate has the same. The carpenter has 24 hours. And then the doctor has 24 hours. What we do with those precious moments, what we do with those hours, eventually will determine the outcome of our lives. So time is a gift of equal value. In the book of Acts chapter 10 verse 34, Peter was speaking after the Holy Ghost fell upon the household of Cornelius. He said of the truth, God is not a respecter of person. In other words, God does not show favoritism. And when it comes to the subject of time, please understand me, God doesn't show favoritism. God does not favor one race above the other when it comes to time. All of us have the same measure of time daily. What we do with it eventually defines the quality of our lives. Number two is that time is precious. Time is very, very precious. Benjamin Franklin, he says, Doest thou love life? Doest thou love life? That's King James English. Or do you love life? Then do not squander time, for that is the stuff life is made of. What is life made of? Life is made of time. Life is measured in time. So when somebody dies, we say from 1982 or 1956 to 2023, the dash in between those two dates is symbolic of the time or the lifespan of the person. That is time. Time is very, very precious. And all of us have the same measure of time. Time is life. Benjamin Franklin described time as life. Some people say time is money. Time is very, very precious. When you lose money, you can get it back. But when you lose time, it's gone forever. You can never get it back. That is why time, in many respects, is more even valuable than money. Number three, your time, you are as valuable as your time. And this is specifically addressing you. Your value in life is measured by the value of your time. How much is your hour worth? There are people in this life, 30 minutes with them, you have to pay about several thousands of dollars. Other people, one hour with them, you can't even pay them 10 cities. So your, your value in life is predicated on your time. How valuable is your time? When your one hour is valuable, your life is valuable. When 30 minutes of your time is valuable, your life is valuable. But when even a full year of your life is valueless, you are as valueless as your time and you are as valuable as your time. Number four, time is limited. We'll read a few references here. Time is limited. After God poured his wrath upon humanity from the beginning of, before the days of Noah, God spoke. He says, my spirit shall not strive with man anymore, for his days shall be 120. Genesis 6 and 3. Man's days are timed. 120 is, yes, is your time. That is before man fell and sin abounded and all, man was living as long as he wanted to live, he could live till all of eternity. But after those moments, God put a cap 
on the number of years for everyone. And it says, it shall be 120 years. Later on, Moses also referred to the same thing. And then he was talking about that in Psalm 90, verse 10 to 12. 70 years, this is Moses. 70 years are given to us. Some live to 80. But even the best years are filled with pain and trouble. So they disappear and will fly away. Who can comprehend the power of your anger, your wrath? Is as awesome as the fear you deserve. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so we may grow in wisdom. Teach us to understand the brevity of life that we may grow in wisdom. Now, let's read the same text from the CEV version. It said we can expect 70 years or maybe 80 if we are healthy, but even our best years bring trouble and sorrow. Suddenly your time is up and we disappear. Can you imagine? Your time will be up someday, sooner or later. 120, 100 years, 80 years, 70 years, your time will be up someday. So you have to understand that we are limited in this life by time. You don't have limitless time. That is why you need to maximize the moment. Live in the minute. Live in the seconds. Live in the days. Live in the months. Because you don't have eternity to do what God will have you do. You don't have eternity to attain your life goals. You don't have eternity to live your life and impart your generation. Your time is limited. I like what Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 6, chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. He said, For I am ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. That is Paul. He said, My time of departure is at hand. Why talk about his time of departure? Because he had a time of arrival, a time to be born, according to Ecclesiastes, and a time to die. So once you have an arrival time, it's expected that you have a departure time. So you have to understand that there is going to be a departure time. Whether you expect it or not, it will come. You are not here forever. In this tabernacle, you are limited. Your spirit is eternal, but your body is limited. Your body functions within time. That's why it's important that we seek to maximize and make the most of our times. Look at what Psalm 39 verse 4 to 6 says. He said, O Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered. Can you hear that? My days are numbered. How fleeting my life is. You have made my life no longer than the width of the, my hand. My entire lifetime is just a moment to you at best. Each of us is but a breath. We are merely moving shadows. And all our busy rushing ends in nothing. We heap up wealth. Not knowing who will spend it for us. Who will spend it? So time is limited. Time is limited. This calls for planning. This calls for discipline. This calls for purposeful existence. Time is limited. Number five. Time is irreplaceable. Once you lose time, you cannot replace it. Once you lose time, once you lose your youthful age, you cannot get it back. You can't say that I'm going to go back and become an 18-year-old. Once you cross the age of 18, you are 18 plus. Once you become 50, you can't go back to become 30. Once you become 80, you can't go back to become 40. Time lost is irreplaceable. And that is why we need to make sure that we fill up our times with productive and memorable events. Of course, 
And number six, I'm sure you've heard the saying that time and tide wait for no man. And it's so true. Time cannot be stopped. You can stop your own watch, but you can't stop universal time. Time cannot be stopped. Time cannot be stopped. And so you are either working with it or you are losing it. Time cannot be stopped. Every moment, every second, time is moving. Time cannot be stopped. Number seven, time cannot be stored. So time cannot be stopped and time cannot be stored. You cannot save time the way you save money in the bank. No. You can't say time wait for me. You can't do that. You can also say time I'm keeping you. I'm going to keep 24 hours in my vault. When I'm ready, I'll go back and use it. And I'll add it to tomorrow. I'll get 48 hours. It doesn't work like that. Time cannot be stored. Now, if time cannot be replaced, time cannot be stopped, time cannot be stored, then time can only be used in one way. Time can only be spent. That's number eight. Time can only be spent. Time can only be spent. And when it comes to spending time, we have one of two ways to spend time. We are either spending time wisely or we are spending time foolishly. And the ultimate proof of how we spend time will be the quality of our lives. If we spend time wisely, we will see that our lives are moving in the right direction. We are making progress. We are advancing in the pursuit of our goals and our visions in life. We are becoming better versions of ourselves. But if we spend time foolishly, we see that we'll be greater a lot of the time. We become stagnated. We are not able to live fulfilling and happy lives. So time can only be spent. And number nine, time is convertible. Yes, time can be converted. Time is a convertible resource. In other words, time can be converted to other things. Time can be converted to precious relationships. If you want to develop a better relationship with your wife, you can do that with time. If you want to nurture your children, you can do that with time. If you want to uh, make more money, you can convert more time to more money. You can even convert time to acquire a skill or to become more knowledgeable. Time can be converted. And then, of course, number 10, effective utilization and maximization of time demands wisdom. Yes, it demands wisdom. Almost every time when the Bible talks about how to use time effectively, it talks about time. You look at Psalm 90 verse 12. He says, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. A heart of wisdom. Let's know how long we are going to live. The CV says, let's know how brief or how short our life on earth is. Then we can apply our heart unto wisdom. Let's know. Show us how brief, how limited our time on earth is so we can apply our heart unto wisdom. Have you seen that when people are told that they have a few months to live or they have a few days to live, then all of a sudden they begin to think about the most important things in their life. Have you seen that? When you get to know that you have this number of days to live, maybe you are terminally ill and they've told you that you'll be dying in a certain time, you'll be dying within a certain specified period of time, you are forced to live your life differently. You are forced to maximize your days. You are forced to seize your moment and let your life count. And that's what time is. Effective utilization of time demands wisdom. 
If you are not wise, you will waste time. If you are not wise, you abuse time. If you are not wise, no amount of time will be enough. Because time, it's always running. So wisdom is critical. Ephesians 5, verse 16 to 17. Act like people with good sense and not like fools. And he spoke this in the context of time. He said, these are evil times. So make every moment, every minute count. Of course, number 11, chronos time, which I talked about, to me is preparation time. Kairos time to me is performance or manifestation time. Chronos time is giving us to prepare, to plan, and to strategize. What we have control over is chronos time. Chronos time, when you wake up, you have 24 hours, you can control it. As for special opportunities and special seasons, you can have control over it. But you'll have control over chronos time. And how we use our chronos time will go a long way to influence the quality of our Kairos time. In Luke chapter 1 verse 18, the Bible says, So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert until the day of his manifestation unto Israel. Until the day of his showing forth. Until the day of his revealing. Until the day of his performance. That was John the Baptist. He was in the desert and he was not sleeping and wasting time. The Bible said he was growing. He grew in spirit. He grew in stature until the day he used time to add value to himself. And when the day of his showing forth came, he was ready to manifest. He was ready to fully express his potential and his gift. How we use time, I mean chronos time, will go a long way to influence us how we are able to seize our Kairos moment and to maximize that time. To get the most, that is my final point for today, number 12, to get the most out of Kairos time, you must seize and maximize your chronos time. This is a follow-up to point number 11. To get the most out of Kairos time, you have to seize and maximize chronos time. In Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, Blessed is a man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of his God. Now take note. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Day and night. Day and night. So you can look at that in the sense of chronos. He is using his chronos to meditate upon God's word day and night. The Bible said he shall bring forth his fruit in his season. When his carrier's moment comes, he will have something to show for. Listen, the quality of fruit you produce in your season is predicated on what you do with your chronos time. What is going into your day and night will eventually will determine the quality of fruit you bring forth in your season. What's presently going on with your time? Are you using it? Do you just while away the time? Or you just use it to play around? Is your time valuable or is your time is just there? People can just walk in and out of you anytime. People can just call you, let's accompany me here anytime. Or you are very, very smart at using your time. You cannot make progress with your life. You cannot succeed. You cannot excel. You cannot experience greatness in life 
without first of all making sure that you are seizing your minute, you are seizing your seconds, you are seizing your moment, you are seizing your hours, you are seizing your dates until you maximize your chronos time. Never forget, you can never effectively seize and make the most of your carrier's time. I pray that the wisdom of God will help you. The Lord bless you. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santata Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. No,